0: Welcome to another edition of the Sly Guy Podcast. This is the end of the Sly Guy Podcast on a Monday. This is the last episode of the podcast, which is going on a Monday. It's not It's not ending, so if you are one of these people who hate the show, fuck you. If you're one of these ones that loved it and you're like, oh no, it's ending, don't worry. We're moving days. That's it. This will be the last monday sly guy podcast now if you're one of these weird people you know i say weird people if you've some kind of slight quirk mentally and you're like i need it on monday i have to have it on monday it's got to be a monday it's monday 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 you know what you can do hold it up and just listen to it on monday or alternatively what you can do is subscribe to the sly guy podcast patreon where you will get a podcast extra on a monday it normally came out on a wednesday but since we're moving the actual Slag Guy Podcast to a Thursday, that'll be out on a Monday because I'm sound that way and I know people are mad. I know people have their wee, their quirks. And I say quirks, I mean people are mental, right? That's what I'm saying. There are mental people out there. I know that. I like my wee routines and if they're disturbed, not happy. You know, I mean, I've been known to throw a strop from time to time. I've been known to throw the toys out of the pram, both figuratively and literally, Because, again, I've got a couple of kids who do have prams and toys. And, I mean, I just fuck them on the ground. And I am stronger than most toddlers. Now, not all toddlers, because I know, like, in the world, there'll be some sort of freak child which is kept in a laboratory. And, like, they're like, nah, this fucker needs to be kept in here. And he could probably break break, break, break toys like me. And I say he because it's going to be a guy because I am a very big strong man, balding man, as that's what I actually was described um by my wife as earlier. I said, I am a strong and she went balding and I said man, so it came across I'm a strong, balding man, which I thought was an insult, but on the bright side, I threw a rattle in her face and I mean hey, look who's come out on top but welcome to the podcast I'm glad I've let people know that we're moving because it's all good it's all love it's all positive it's all forward thinking the podcast is moving because no longer am I recording it in my dining room the podcast quality for the audio is going to go up tenfold and we're going to have a video podcast because I'm moving to a studio the Sly Guy podcast is becoming visual as well as audio now Last week's podcast was supposed to be visual on Patreon because each week that I do the Patreon podcast, it's on a video, as you see here, um, in my, uh, in my dining room. But again, last week I fucked it because I'm a technophobe. I recorded it in the wrong, um, I recorded it in the wrong. I guess you know, f- uh, pixel. I mean, I was gonna say in the wrong hd because it wouldn't be hd it would just be non-hd but now this is hd so if you want to look at me in hd and you're listening to this regularly get over to patreon you can view it as well again moving forward once the podcast becomes audio and video there will be a video podcast out every week as well whoa so you can not only listen to my dulcet tones you can look at my freak face you can look at this disgusting mush which should not be you know this should not be something that, that that features in the podcast. It should just be my sexy voice because I have a face like I look like I look for a start to look like a forty-five-year-old guy that used to be a miner, not like a, a miner with an OR because everyone used to be miners, but a miner. He worked in a mine and then he hurt his back down the mine shafts and he can't work there anymore. So he's just got really fat, really groggy, going bald, just disgusting, gap tooth, yellow teeth, freak. So, I mean, if that's what you're into, everyone has their own fetish. Get on over there. Check that out. That's fine. You know, that is what we're at. But again, if people just want to stay on that audio train, choo-choo, motherfuckers. That's fine, you know. I know I'm more of an audio, an audio guy, generally speaking. When I listen to podcasts, I listen to them on the go, going to work, going to out a walk, going to the gym, whatever. I listen to podcasts. More often than not, I listen to hard rock when I'm in the gym because, you know, lifting weights. But if, if I'm like on a doing some cardio or whatever, man, you know, he's a score. I listen to podcasts more often than, like, putting them on the TV, like a TV show, but I see people like that. You know, as I said earlier, people are freaks, so if that's what you want, I'll give it to you. You know, I spent a bit of time this week doing the, the studio up, getting it sort of ready, getting it set, getting some gear in for the podcast. And by gear, I, of course, mean Class A drugs because I'm going to take them all during the recording. Of the podcast and um, but also I mean like lighting and sound and just shit like that to make the the podcast just better. You know, that's kinda the the target is just to make this podcast as good as it can. Because now I must say, in the last number of weeks, people have been enjoying it. The listens are flying up at the minute. People are getting me a lot of strong feedback. A lot of people last week saying that they were angry that I fucked the video up. I said there was going to be a video podcast. It wasn't there, because apparently people wanted to look at my face whenever I was talking about Smicks and David Attenborough. Apparently that was something that people enjoyed. Um, But it's an interesting take, you know, and, and that's kind of just how I, I lose the run of myself. I start this off, I think I have a few things to talk about, and then I end up going on a rant that makes no sense, making myself angry, and people seem to like it when I'm angry. So, I mean, listen... If you're looking for an Incredible Hulk podcast, you'll be able to see it from next week, the 15th of October. It will be the first um, in the new studio, so it will be sound, it mm, will be video, not so, mm, but it, it'll be there. So guys, thank you, get behind it, and hopefully onwards and upwards, and then again, if you want to, and then again, don't know what that means. If you want to just support the Patreon, get on over to that, because there will just be this sort of footage there as well for you. And if you're listening through Patreon or watching, hey, There you go. I know this will be the bonus podcast on video every week as well. So if you enjoy it, enjoy it. You know, we're all friends here. We can all hop into bed together. You know, we can all touch a bit. We can all, you know, do a bit of of kissing, a bit of sucking, a bit of licking, a bit of stroking, consensually, of course. But, I mean, that's what we can do as a community. We can all hop into bed together. And, again, as a father of two young girls, you know, sleep. Is what you can do if that's what makes you happy in bed you don't want to caress you don't want to stroke you don't want to rub you don't want to you know you don't want to dust you don't want to fluff you just want to sleep you can do that stick the podcast in your ears get a little night mask on and boss your uncle Fanny's your aunt enjoy yourself and here we are and i'm a weekend into having two kids which is uh which is mad i don't know if, if the hd is picking up my uh my bags under my eyes. Um, but but I'm, I'm tired. It hasn't been a very tough week, to be fair. I had sort of feared the worst, having had one child that was, I mean, don't offend her, you know, but one child, which was a bastard, you know, both in terms of she was an, an actual, by definition, a bastard, a bastard, but also acts like a bastard, you know, as well as being an actual, by law, bastard, being a bastard, she played up, to that title, by of course, being a bastard as well, just any time you set her down, just cried, 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 lifted her, cried, 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 you know, with hindsight, I wish I have just said to her, you know, would you fuck up for a minute, you know, but unfortunately newborn babies don't really listen to that, so with one child who was bastard by name, bastard by nature, I thought, oh no, there's just going to be another bastard, not by name, because I did the right thing, and I betrothed. My the mother of my children, and we're now married, and this one was intended, and I thought it's still going to be a bastard, and i would been shit myself, being like, oh no, because then it's going to be dominoes of child bastards, right? So they're going to start off. Like you love the newborn. I'm like, it's going to be a bastard. It's going to be crying. Then in the middle of the night, it'll start. Then it'll wake the original bastard. And then it's just going to be me in the middle of all these bastards. Then no doubt my wife would start too. she'd start shouting at me, I'm too tired. I've just had a baby. And I'm like, the trifecta of bastards here. You know, I'm stuck in the middle. Everywhere I'm looking, bastard, bastard, bastard. You know what I mean? And it's not a sweet experience. And that was what I was afraid of what was going to happen. Just... Just flat out disaster. A disaster of bastards, alright? And then Baby Matilda was born and she's so chilled. Like she is a legitimately you know, you know, I am, you know, force feeding her cowpole, but on top of that she's a very chilled baby. All she likes to do is, you know, if she's living the dream, let's be fair. She likes to sleep, she likes to shit, and she likes to eat and that's it, you know, not crying, she doesn't even cry, she actually, whenever she does cry, sounds like a little cat going, (coughs) I mean, I have never had a cat, and I don't know what the sound is, but I imagine that's what a cat sounds like, it's not even annoying, and in terms of sleep, she's maybe waking once or twice, at the, the most during the night, looking to feed, and, you know, it's sweet you know and i just feel like again i'll touch wood expensive wood this is you know everyone knows what my table um i am just expecting there to be a time when she just gets me like i feel like she's lulled me into the false sense of security here and then she's just gonna get me and just be a bastard as she's meant to be but thankfully she hasn't it's been very enjoyable um and I'm I I I'm leaning into it. I'm 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 liking this new situation. Again, it'd be an issue if it didn't. You know, if I didn't like it, it would be a problem because, you know, it's happening. It's one of these things. Hey guy, you got two kids, you know that's it. So I'm glad I'm actually enjoying it. I'm finding I'm, I'm being able to, you know, keep on top of chores. You know I'm choresy, you know. Um I'm just always doing chores at the minute. Like I think again that is the role primarily of a dad, is to just help out the most. Because, again, whenever you have a wife or a partner who gives birth... Now, this may offend some people because, you know, it's it's a woman who gives birth, you know, or a person who menstruates, not to offend people, you know. But, you know, men can't give birth. That's just one of those things. A man cannot give birth, you know. And as a number one feminist guy now you have to just realize, hey, listen, my wife, she's in a lot of pain. She's done something exceptional. She's gifted me another beautiful da- daughter, potential bastard, another beautiful daughter at the min- At the meantime. And, you know, it was only a week ago. She's still in a lot of pain, so I'm scooting about. I'm doing washing. I'm washing bottles. I'm sterilizing bottles. And... Um, I'm just wiping bums and feeding babies and looking after toddlers. My own, obviously, because if it was any others, that would be very hard to explain. But it's a good time. You know, I'm getting stuck in. I'm, I'm just doing all the chores of the day, cooking meals. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm just being a very much a 21st century guy. You know, I'm just being a real helpful guy. I'm just, and again, gender roles. You know me. I am a feminist. I am the feminist. I am, as the French say, le féministe. You know, I'm just looking, like, I'm so feminist, I'm actually bringing more women into the world. That's how feminist I am. Like, people are out there being like, oh, no, feminism is about the X, Y, and Z. No, feminism is about increasing the number of women on earth. And now they have more women on I've I've contributed too so far there could be more women that I could just contribute to this earth but now that they're here I just want the best for them you know what I mean I just want there to be the same opportunities like I hate it whenever people are all like oh no you you all you ever do is be on lineups with uh all you ever do is be in lineups with white men I'm like well I live in Northern Ireland the majority of stand-ups are white men but what people don't know is I am a feminist and with being a feminist now I I've decided as well, I don't have to answer those questions, you don't have to, if people are like, you're doing this, you listen, you don't know, you don't know what's going on in here, you don't know what I identify as, I'm a feminist guy, I may or may not have a penis, you know, again, I've had a couple of kids, I might stop now, and people are like, would you have a vasectomy, and I say, maybe I would, maybe I just go the whole hog, dick and balls off gone just a mind, and people would be like well what are you then are you a man or a woman I'm I'm just I'm just a being I'm just here on earth having a good time with a smooth mind. because I'd use my manscaped I would shave it all down be smooth I'd be like a Ken doll guy I wouldn't be a man I wouldn't be a woman I'd just be an entity having a good time and then people would be like you're just saying you've cut your dick and balls off and I'd be like I I don't know. I could show you, but then ultimately I'd be the wrong in the wrong. You know, people like oh my god, he whipped his sweet dick out, and I'd be like, no, I didn't whip my dick out because I ain't got no dick. i it's just got a smooth area. I'm a human candle guy. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm just a human candle or feminist guy having a great time. You know, that's all I want to do: have a great time, and that's what I've been doing for the last week: just having a great time. <laughs> and that's it. And you know what? Here's the thing I've been thinking about too. As I've got older, I've been thinking more about like people being offended and people being woke and people being like, oh, you said something to your podcast. Here's the thing. See my podcast? It's silly. It's a silly time. People are probably going to be listening on, like he's going to cut his dick and balls off. I might do that. The rest of it, silly. You know, it's a, I'm joking. And if you take jokes seriously, you know what you need to do? Fuck off. That's what you need to do. You need to just lighten up a bit. You know what I mean? I find that whenever people get real angry about things, especially in comedy, they're like, oh, you need to what you need to do is sit them down, put your hands on their shoulder and go, you're right, Pet. You know, and that's anybody. Because as I'm a non-gendered anything guy, I'm just a, a feminist person, you know. I don't care what you address me as, just you know, as long as you're sound, that's what we're all about here. Love and happiness. So if people are getting offended by what's said on a comedy podcast or during a set, you know, get over it. Go home, put the kettle on, have a brew, sit down, dip a few chocolate digestives in, let your mind chill. You know, it's, there's more important things to worry about in the world. me, in the world than being offended by comedy. You know, such as coronavirus. Again, let's just remind people there's a pandemic in the world right now. Before people are all getting all the listen, there's a pandemic. The leader and champion of the free. World, I nearly said the free state there. That'll be classic. Donald Trump. I am now the Taoiseach and president of Ireland. <laughs> Hi, it's a great place, it's a fantastic place. I took over, to, I became the president of Ireland. I took over from I succeeded, I succeeded an actual leprechaun, I succeeded an actual real life leprechaun, and now I'm the leader of the free state. <laughs> but yeah. Big Donald has got Corona. And I mean not sweet for the big guy because, you know, I think kind of the whole way through he's kind of been going, is not real, but now he's got it. And it's like, oh dear. I mean, I think to be fair to Trump, it's the, the it's not the worst thing that's happened to him this week. Getting coronavirus. Not the worst thing. I think potentially the worst thing that happened to him was the debate he did. With Joe Biden. Now. If anyone didn't watch it. Let me summarise what happened in this debate. Two pensioners. Just two old as fuck guys. Are just going at each other like school kids. Just basically like. (laughs) One said something. Biden's like shut up man. Hey you shut up. And Trump's like. I don't even know who your son is. Son died. Sly Trump. You know. Sly. There's a level of decorum and standards to hold yourself to. Trump's just like, I don't even care. You know, no respect for anybody. And watching the whole debate, I started going, you know what? (laughs) Are these the two, the the two elite guys? (laughs) Like, are these the, the best America can offer to lead the free world? And I mean, when you see those two, pensioner guy, she go oh no i don't know trump has obviously won like he he obviously won the presidency because he was up against hillary who is not a sweet person i mean i think that's the only like if he was up against anyone else probably would have got it but this time he's going up against biden who's already tried to be president number of times and everyone's gone nah you're all right mate not for me and now this time they're like well maybe you're better than trump i mean i feel like you know a lot of people might i feel like a lot of people might be better than trump you know i think um you know maybe i'm not going to say any names because they nearly for some reason landed on a serial killer and i I realize that's stupid so i'm not going to say it but I do think that Trump is, you know, I think he won it by fluke. I think, um, you know, I don't know if he actually wants to be president. I feel like, you know, he's just now, he's like, if I win this again, like, how the, how can I win this? Let me just go back to being a pussy grabbing billionaire, please. I don't want all this responsibility. And they're like, would you condemn white supremacists? And he's like, maybe I would. And they're like, well, are you going to do it? Might do. And they're like, no, Donald. i are going to say, all I'm going to say is the left. <laughs> the left aren't very nice. Don't you know why it's turned even gear. I'm going to say the left isn't very nice. But, he says he's a drag queen. But see don't fuck on bastards in the left. fuck Fuck's sake, on Tifa. I'm surprised you're not a drag queen actually called Aunt Tifa. You know that? There's an idea for any drag artists out there. I'm going to see you beat Antifa. I don't want to see you in the Kremlin. Doing your thing, please. But, um... He's mental. The guy is, and he doesn't want to be it, but again, Biden or Trump, probably better than Hillary, you know? And again, I want to just say about Hillary, people are often like, you know, Hillary, she's a woman. She's, you know, it'd be great if she was the first female president. Now, as you know, guys already, I would welcome like Creed with arms wide open, a female president. I feel this is the time that would be good for a female president. I just feel Hillary's not the right person. I'm glad she's not back doing it because here's my theory on Hillary, right? You know there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. You know there's a lot of people thinking about conspiracies. You know there's a lot of people um, who have their conspiracies. But my conspiracy about Hillary is, I mean, it's probably libelous. She's a bit evil. You know, a little bit like power driven like all she ever wanted is to rule the world like that's kind of what it is you're president of the united states all she wants is to rule the world like to be fair her husband bill was getting sucked off lrnc left right and center in the white house in the bogs at home anywhere he's just getting sucked off and it all came out and she's obviously going to be embarrassed by that but rather than just ditch him she's like no i'm going to torture this guy and then I'm gonna be the number one leader of the free world. I'll get my vengeance and him. on. Because if you actually look at Bill, now compared to when he was, compared to when he that that's the worst. thing. So he still goes compared to when he was president. No, compared to when he was president, that's I can't do it. I can do a George W. Bush, my fellow Americans, <laughs> but I can't do I can't I can't do Clinton. But he was a sexy guy. Like when he, he was president, he was a silver fox. You can see why. People would suck him off. Now, maybe it's an abuse of power, probably, to an extent. But at least he was a bit sexy. And when you look at Hillary and you go, you know, probably not so sexy. Like, probably lovely lady. Not evil. But, you know, there's something there. And it's like, yeah, because she's the she's the power behind the throne. She's the one. But as time's gone on, Hillary looks exactly the same. And I'm going to say, Bill, um, you know, Bill just... I have a theory that Bill's dead, you know, have you ever seen him recently? He looks worse than Prince Philip. And I mean, like, he looks like... He, he looks like, you know, one of the, the guys from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre when they go to that house and there's just a ground at the end of the table. And he's like... And they're like, we're going to feed you the grander And he's like, I want to be fed. Feed me out ass," And they're just, like, lowering asses into his face. He's like... You know, that's... He's just... That's the way he looked. You know what I mean? He's just... He's rolled out. And I don't know whether, like... Hillary's just, you know, I was going to say sucking the life out of him, probably wrong term. Like, if you sucked him now, it wouldn't be like in his prime where he's loving it. If you sucked him now, it would just be like, you know when you beat a duster? It just, I oh, just horrible, you know? Like, I, I do think the man's dead and just propping him up. I was going to say, like, well, like, Weekend at Bernie's, but it would be more apt if it was Weekend at Jeffrey's, to be fair. But that would be <laughs> what it is. And again, it's shit when you're going out to vote, for the leader of the free state right you're out there you're voting for the leader of ireland right and you rather than going this is who i want to win you're looking at it going oh fuck it's it's i mean it's one or other it's the best like how would you rather die electric chair or lethal injection either way you're fucked you know so it's gonna it's going to be terrible and i mean i would be surprised if either or one of these guys win and then see out the other four years because they're old guys just getting older and older more and more disconnected to the world and it's just I mean you think the world couldn't get any worse (laughs) it could you know 2020 a lot of people have been saying oh 2020 is the worst year in history definitely close to it you know definitely um having its moments now for me personally I'm enjoying it see even now that I'm sort of I'm here and um and I'm recording, and I've just had a daughter. It's nice. I, you know, lockdown wasn't the worst because I got to spend a bit of time at home. All in all, I haven't hated it. But you know, again, I think it's it's gonna it's gonna get worse before it gets better. And again, I just I want to see Trump back. I want to see Trump back on the uh, I want to see him back on the Apprentice where he belongs, not literally being in control of nuking people calling another superpower in the world the leader a rocket man getting away albeit he is friends with kim jong-un now fair play but that's 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 mental you know the world um is is in a mental place but what's not mental is this podcast and people rating and reviewing the podcast i'm just checking another one i got a, a lovely new review there from Arma apples a patreon a great person it's tommy tommy said Northern Ireland's best I appreciate that The most underrated podcast in N.I. It never fails to entertain Raw and of course sly Keep up the good work He also has a good contact for a gutter cleaning If you need one Not true We all know that my gutters I got mugged off by Robert and the guys But here Seriously if you do know someone could do gutters I, I know other guys Maybe They're in paramilitaries But they'll sort you out You'll have clean gutters You mightn't have kneecaps But you'll have clean gutters That's for sure and speaking of people who sound like they're in the paramilitaries, another review from Skulldog, who said this podcast is lethal banter, fantastic. It says, class crack from Big Davy, never disappoints. Oh, Albeit he spelt my name Davey with an E, you know, that, that I will I will say that's not right, because I'm Davy with no E's, you know, unless I'm a night away from the children, and then there's E's, you know, then there's a lot of E's, you know. Get a night away from the bastards, boop. Go for it, you know, enjoy it. And speaking of things to enjoy, guys, just enjoy my sponsors. The podcast is brought to you by none other than Manscaped. Once again, this is your pubic service announcement. After more than 18 months of research and development, Manscaped have developed the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. The third generation trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. When I tell you the lawnmower 3.0 is premium. Fuck's sake, I mean it is premium. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes, so you can shave for 90 minutes. You can do your whole body, you can do your earlobes, your nose, anywhere. You, you can do your taint if you really are that flexible. Get in there, enjoy it. It's precise trimming. You know what I mean? And then here's the thing about it as well you can you can shave your body you can use manscaped it's a good product but it's called manscaped I've said before you know what I'm a feminist women can use it too I mean I don't know what people believe theologically or whatever but I believe that that God works in a warehouse of human body parts you know kind of a bit like Jeffrey Dahmer's flat you know that sort of thing there's but whatever he uses to build humans it's the same meat so if you're a woman and you want to, you know, shave your cha cha, you can use Manscaped as well. It's a very neat tool. It's 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 great. And, you know, I say women and men. If you're younger and pubic, you can use it too. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing. The, the Sly Guy podcast is bringing attention. This is a read for an advert. And I mean, I'm going to go down a hole here, but I'm already diving in head first. Puberty, right? It's like Russia for. I did single word science, but I'm just letting you know facts about puberty. It's like Russia. You know it's gonna strike, but you just don't know when. That's puberty. So what I'm saying to you is you need to hit it. I went to primary school with a guy who was far too pubically advanced for primary school. Like this guy should have had his own classroom assistant because his dick suffered from gigantism. It was a big dick for a P7. It was a it was a very large piece. And it was brown, and it's weird as well, because he was the, the, the only other kid in the school with a, with an old brown, hairy dick. You know, everyone else, like me, little pink dicks running about, that's fine, we didn't need manscaped. This guy, you know, full, full-on brown dick. I'd never seen pubes like it. You know, the guy also had, you know, earrings in and UDA tattoos. Maybe he's done some sort of move to get into primary school to infiltrate it. Maybe it was like some sort of jump street. Probably. You know, but that was the first time I had ever seen pubes. And with hindsight, if I had have had a manscaped lawnmower three point with me, I could have gone here, bro, take it down a bit, look like us. Because whenever I was young, whenever I hit puberty for the first time, I was one of the first guys in my year to get it. I was embarrassed. I was like, oh no, what was this? Because no one talked to me about it. I ended up shaving my pubes and armpits and legs and back with my mum's leg razors. And I mean, that has just stimulated the growth and made me into a bear, quite literally. I'm a hairy, berry guy. And guys, if you want to take care of your pubic hair, you want to be trim, you want to be sweet, you want to be neat, you want to be good enough to eat, get Manscaped lawnmower 3.0. And the additional tools that come with it, you get a crop preserver and you get a wee spritz spritz for your bits, bits, mmm, delicious. If you're wanting to be down in around some bits, Get Manscaped, Give it to your partner if you wanna have people in and around you. But if you're a bit of a Bill Clinton and you love getting sucked off, you don't want to be presenting a, like a bit of a a, a naff aroma. You want to be, smell be smelling fresh. You want to be smelling fresh death. You know you want to be smelling. Um, you know, you want to be you just want to be smelling good enough to eat. That's what you want. You want to be smelling good enough to eat. Shave your pubes. Shave your balls. Spray them. Do them up real good. Buff them like a bowling ball. Make them look Mwah. so. anytime anyone sees your dick and balls, that. They- A second later, it's in their mouth. And if you want to get 20% off and free shipping, use the code SLYGUY at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SLYGUY, all in capitals, at Manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping at Manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. And as you know already, the SLYGUY podcast is brought to you as always in association with Modest Beer. Modest are on a journey. They're not there yet. They're on route. And if you have a route that's hairy, use manscape. But on this particular occasion, modest are on a route with one clear goal in mind, and that is to bring exceptional brews to the local craft beer market. Listen, I'm not here to revolutionise the beer, the beer market, the beer moment, the beer movement. Who knows? They're not here to revolutionise it, but what they're here is to add to an already blossoming scene. And what they want you to do is enjoy their brand, which is joyous, responsible, honest, and most importantly, modest. Not like me who's an egomaniacal idiot, sitting in a dining room, talking to myself. But you want to know more about Modest, go to their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk. Or, if you want to know more on social media, hit uh-huh, up at Modest Beer on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Your balls will also thank you for that, because it's a delicious beer, and balls are very sensitive, and they enjoy things that are delicious. We are, guys. That was that. Let me just go into some listeners' questions. I don't know if I'm going to be harping on for half an hour. Fuck's sake. Um, let's see what, what is up. John Joe Flutter said, Davish, tell me, tell the people, sing it loud, sing it proud. Never mind people asking who your favorite child is. We need your top five sly hearts in order of how come they each are. Well, here's the thing with my daughters, I can put them in order. I can go, listen, you're my favorite, you're the favorite, because again, there's, there's gain in it for me. Whereas if I came out and I ordered my Sly guy, Slyhard Patreons, I could lose face, I could lose subscribers, I could lose supporters. I would offend people, and that's not what I'm here to do. I just want to say I love all my patrons equally. So if you are not a patron and you want to be loved and be a Slyhard, get on over to Patreon. But hey, John Joe, I'm bottling out of that one. Owen Kelly said, "No questions this time." Old Stonehead. Just congrats on the new bambino, up a Slyhards and up a Crusaders. I mean, oh, and that's exactly the kind of message I want. That is not a question. It's just kind. It's just appreciative. It makes me feel great. Thank you. And Johnny Boas said, "I'm going for the same question this week. What has made you say fuck sick this week?" Um, you know, this week hasn't. There hasn't been too much fuck sick this week. Um... There's been a few things that have made me say, sick. sake. Um, but mostly it's been a positive week because of the, the baby. I've, I've enjoyed having her. Um, I've enjoyed her being part of the family. It's been nice. I'm not too sleep deprived. I'm still pretty fresh. But um, I did find out this week that the radio show is ending at the end of this run. And won't be starting again to get into the new year. That made me go, "fuck sake. Because I felt we were really getting into things at the minute. It was really getting somewhere. It was it had found its groove, and I sort of hoped that maybe we could going to carry that on, but, you know, for fuck's sake, it's not going to be. Need to wait till the new year. So my target now is just to make sure the next two shows are hot fire. I nearly said hot shit, as in that was a good thing, but I don't think <coughs> hot shit is ever good, is it really? No, you know, unless it's coming out really smooth, it feels amazing, but no. We're going to make them really, really good shows and go out with a bang and then see what else is on the horizon. But I'm going to miss doing a show. I've enjoyed it thoroughly. And hopefully we'll be back with that in the new year. So that's probably me to say fuck's sake the most. Um, I'm also internally a wee bit saying fuck's sake at myself because I haven't set up the light for the podcast. Albeit the room feels super bright right now, so hopefully it still looks nice. But, I mean, you know I'm a technophobe. Get off my dick. Alright, Michael Carr said... I'm going for the same, qu- qu- oh no, I, what I've done there is inadvertently read the exact same question again. Let me go in and see what Michael has Michael has had to say. Um, Michael Kerr has said, hey sexy guy, Alan Partridge or Michael Scott? Um, you know, I don't even know who Michael Scott is off the top of my head. I feel like you're probably going, what, do you know who Michael Scott is? Let me Google him here, Michael Scott. Um... Is he? Oh no, Michael Scott is out of The Office. Well, there you go. Here's the thing. Don't watch The Office. So I'm going to say Alan Partridge. I do watch The UK Office, but to me, that is almost as perfect a television show as there's been. So I have not watched any of The American Office just because I feel... Now, The American Office, a lot of people say it's good. That's fine. But for me... The original Office is a masterpiece, possibly one of my favourite shows, if not my favourite show, and Ricky Gervais is my favourite guy, so I just haven't done it, I don't want to taint my view of something that I love so much, so I'm sorry for that one, I'm going to say, aha, it's Alan Partridge for me. Andy Morris said, hello Dave, why do male smics walk around public with their hands down in front of their trousers, clearly fondling dick? The whole SMIC paradigm is intriguing and definitely requires further study, in my opinion. There are so many curiosities within that culture yet to be understood by the wider society. Maybe you could shed some light. See, to start off, I just want to say I don't feel like I could go into the full phenomenon of the SMIC or I'd be here for a long time. I feel there's so many facets, avenues, you know, alleyways go down with Smics that once a popped like Pringles, it just couldn't stop. But off the bat, I do want to say I do enjoy a Smic. You know, I do feel that they are a unique breed, a subculture. You know, they're they're definitely interesting. Now I say enjoy them at a distance, especially in these times. You know, but um, they're they're an interesting bunch. Like you always see a Smic, and you go like. They're charismatic, you know. You never see a Smick that doesn't have something to say, you know. Or be going, yeah, or just being a general ballocks, you know. And I I like that from time to time. If they're haranguing someone else, it's funny to watch. If it's me, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, this fucking guy's doing my head in. But but they're a classic bunch, and I definitely like to experience that more. One thing I will say about Smicks is... um, they always seem to be on bikes. I saw a smick on a bike today, right? And I just remember staring at him. I was like, just looking at him going, what are you doing? Because, like, smicks, they never just cycle. They never are on a bike just normally going down the street. All right, bro. You know, they're, like, always doing fucking tricks. You know what I mean? Like, there's anytime you see a smick on a bike, the hands, like you say, down your bags, doing a wheelie, ew, flying down the street. Just like, oh no, they're they're, they're. they're like fucking magicians, you know, i have got a roll-up on one hand and a tin of boost in the other, and then a dick in amongst it. Yeah, what's happening, bro Aww! And you're like the wheel spinning around the front and all. Am I going straight? I don't fucking know. Yeah. And then you're just like, why oh, are they doing that? And then for some reason, they whip out a big barrack of cider and a buck vats. Yeah. We'll start juggling. You're like, are these guys magicians? Should they be in the circus? And you're like, well, if you mean by circus, McGabry, absolutely. But they're a weird bunch. But they're so talented on bikes. Like, anytime you see a smick down the street in a bike, they're fucking you, waking a wheelie. You know? And smicks are the only people who can fit. Everything on a bike, apart from, you know, that guy around Belfast, Benny, with a beard, Smicks. They carry in, and you go down to the Smick, down the street, and he's doing a wheelie, he's like, what's that in the bag of a bed? Oh, it's my granny's King's size bed, bro, She died, and I'm taking it out of her fucking home, bringing it round. The man, the week in the garden, and bucking you! Yeah! You know, it's a very strange, strange thing, and they're always on bikes. They're always skillful on bikes. they always of endurance on bikes, which makes me think... <laughs> Why are Team Sky not recruiting more SMICs? Why are Team Sky not getting them involved in their, their bicycle programme? Like why are there no Smics, you know, just winning the Third of France? Why are there not more Smics? You don't know, we, well, and I'm not wearing a hat me and the fucks my hair. Brr You know, that's like there that should be that. Imagine the scene, right? If Team Sky your man is a Brailsford or whatever who, like, runs it. He's out scouting the States, just trying to get the best smicks to join the Tour de France. All get you in there. Get the smick in. Get in. You're too talented. We need to take them in. Like, in a smick as well, they could be doing all this training and never get tired. You're like, how can you do all this and still smoke as much as you do? Not a tooth in your head, but you can just fucking go all day, mate. My bike's away from my peelers. Yeah. Fucking spinning the wheelie. You know, it's a very, very strange thing. Imagine the scene, right? You get a smick, joins Team Sky, they were winning the tour de France. You're coming down, some smick, heading down to Champs Elysees in France, on a <laughs> on the back wheelie. Yeah, fucking fucky froggy, froggy bastard, you! Yeah. And I'm like, oh no. And then the problem is, like, here mate, you need to come back. He's like, oh, you need to come back, this year, defensive title. And he goes, you know what, you can do, mate, fucking like a back in, you! <laughs> Very odd, but definitely smex. Smicks for the Tour de France. More smex in the Tour de France. You know, like they've had a mod, you know, Bradley Wiggins was a mod. You know, instead of having the hair over the ears, you need to go complete opposite, pick all the hair off and just leave it all come down at the front bra and then across where I cut it with a fucking protractor mate. <laughs> fucking smex, absolutely love it, but yes. They are a great, a great genre of people, Andy. Great question. I love that a lot. If anyone else wants to wants to point out any things I've noticed about Smex, please let me know. On a side note, speaking of Smex and bikes, whenever I was a young boy in Hollywood, me, <laughs> me and a friend of mine, were just walking down the street, eating I think a sherbet dib dab or something, right? And then this guy. Who was a businessman, right? This guy was a businessman, and by businessman I mean renowned paramilitary. He walked up to me and my mate Ryan, right? And he goes, You you lads looking bikes?" No, <laughs> whenever you're like ten, the answer inevitably is, Nah, you're alright, mate. And he goes, if you got a photo a fucking bike, I can sort you out, mate. And like normally I go, Well, if I wanted a bike, my daddy would sort me out with a bike. Not you, mister. And he goes, I oh, will, if you're looking at big, I got them all, BMX's, mountain, you name it. And then he goes to me, swear on my life, he looks to me and he goes, I've got the electrical ones for you too, big lad. And that was the first time I actively remember being offended. I was like, is this cunt trying to sell a mountain bike or a BMX to my wee skinny mate? Because I'm a fatso trying to give me an electric bike. And then I went home Madame my dad's was like, Daddy, or businessman. And he's selling electric bikes. And I got one and I just rode them like, you know, like, you know, a woman in the 18th century just threw your feet over the side of a horse. Look at my bicycle. It's so up across that I don't even need to pedal. I just press because I'm a fatty. And while my mate was just fucking bombing down the Hollywood High Street. Yeah! Fucking on a wheelie. Great. <laughs> oh, Reese Hussey. Hi, sexy Dave beard, or hi, Davey sexy beard, close. Um, might be a heavy starting question, but with the nights drawn in, do you find yourself being seasonally affected? I know I am, but certainly find a decent eating, and or I find, I am, but, sorry. I know I certainly am, but find a decent eating and regular exercise helps a lot. All right, okay. So do you find that feeds through, do you find that feeds through your comedy? Like when you're feeling down, do you tend to write darker jokes? Um... Let me read that again, Reese, because you're always a good guy with always good questions and I just read that wrong, albeit you probably should read over what you ask again, but we'll go through it, Um, do you find yourself being seasonally affected, like so my moods change with seasons sometimes, I know I certainly am, but find it decent, eating and regular exercise help a lot, so that's fair, so what he's saying is the seasons change, you start feeling a bit down, but a bit of exercise, clean eating helps the mood, that's fair, fair point. So do you find that it feeds through your comedy? Like when you're feeling down, do you tend to write darker jokes? I'm gonna say no. I find that whenever I'm down, it's harder to be funny. You know, if you're actually, like to me, again, what I was saying earlier about the whole feminism thing and all this. Here's the thing, right? I find a lot of people have opinions on a lot of things. I am simply for everybody, providing they're not a dickhead. So... You know, I, I don't feel anybody should have anything held against them based on their gender, their sex, their religion, their beliefs, anything. You should only be having anything held against you if you're a wanker. You know what I mean? That should be it. But And and as, as a, a father of, of daughters and a husband to a wife, I just want to see women be given the fair crack of the whip. And that's why I feel like I get so angry whenever people hear, like, oh, my goodness, there's not enough women. The thing it's just, funny is, funny's funny. You know what I mean? There's just not enough female comedians, and it's shit. There should be more, hundred percent. But and and I, if I can help with that, I will absolutely. But at the same time, just because you are a gender doesn't mean you should get spots either. You know there there are a much much less female comedians here, and the ones who are good are even lesser than that. So I'm not just gonna put someone on for the sake of it. You know what I mean? And again, very few people, very few male or female comedians actually ask me to book them at gigs. So, if you're not going to ask me to book you, I'm not going to put you on, you know, other than, you know, just put someone on based on because they want to be on. If you want to be on, say, can I have a spot? I'll go, yes, no problem. If I don't know you or I've never seen you before, I'll still put you on. You can still do a turn. And if you eat shit, never again. But if you're good, you'll come back. You know, it's a simple equation. So, I hate all that people being like, oh, no, there's not enough. Fuck away way off, you know. But um, that's how I feel about stand-up. I just want to make people laugh, you know, whether it's um dark or light. I I find that... If I'm trying to be funny I, or if I'm feeling right here's a be too long story. if I'm feeling down a dumps, I just don't write comedy because it tends to go away from funny and just be more like I'm feeling myself being a money bastard more and sometimes it's good to get it off your chest. but other times I like, people don't listen to that. you know people come here, you don't know what's going on in people's heads at gigs. you don't know you know what mood they're in. but ultimately all I care about is when people are watching me that I'm funny. You know, and that is literally the currency I work in. So if I'm if I think of something funny, I'll write it and I'll do it. And it tends to be to me the darker stuff that I write tend to be aimed at myself or my family. You know, and again, there's one my closure at my last show um, could probably offend some people, but again, to me it's it's a, I think it's a funny enough joke, which is probably one of my darkest jokes, which is things that I found out since being like a lo- long story short. Um, it's like, like I, I'm talking about being a first, like the first time I was a dad, I go into all that detail. Then I say, I learned a few things myself, like I can cope with three hours sleep a night. I know how to make bottles with my eyes closed. And I also find out they i too heavy to hang myself, which is dark. Because that's basically, in a nutshell, saying, hey, I hate my life and I'd rather be dead. But that's not true. Because again, it's comedy, you know. And that's the sort of thing too that I find is like, you know, you should, in my opinion, you should be able to joke about anything, but you need to do it in the right way. You know what I mean? You should, Like, sometimes I've seen people do stand-up where they're just being hateful, racist on occasion, sectarian on occasion, sex is just horrible. But if you have a way, like, I like to say things that are, Maybe a bit of people go, oh, but then lure them back in. You know, make them go, oh, but then win them back. That's something that I find is enjoyable when you're doing stand-up. But I just find, like, nowadays, people are so fucking entitled. You know, they just want to... And everyone's offended by everything. That's just boring. You know, if you're offended, be offended. You know, there's no big deal. Nothing's going to happen, really. You know what I mean? You are just going to be offended, and then that's it. So get over it. Just move on. And again, I'll just write stuff. And a lot of stuff I write shit. Like, I looked at my notes the other day and was like, what is this new bit that I'm talking about? Let me see what I've got in here, and I'll see if it can become anything. Um, <laughs> um. No, it's actually for something else I'm writing was a wee bit, but yeah, sometimes you look at it and you go, like, what was I thinking with this particular joke? You know, at the time you're like, oh, this is going to be bizarre, and you look back at it and go, something's wrong with my head I'm not functioning or firing correctly at this stage so so yeah I find like I just I just when I'm in a funny mood it'll come to me or something will happen that's another bit I'm working on at the minute about I was in the shower the other day and I was using shampoo I was using conditioner I then used some sort of exfoliant and then I used a moisturizer and then I was like why am I doing this? I look like this. I'm a piece of shit. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm a sexy Brad Pitt guy. I'm just a stinking dude. And this is all this work to just look this shit. You know, that's the premise of the joke I we going to be working on is I put all this effort and money to look this shit. So can you imagine if I didn't, how shit I would look? So that's what, like, the, the start of a bit. So whether that'll become a bit down the line. There you go. But here's the question, Reese, Great, as always. Oh, well, Keith McLeavy, Dr. Harold Shipman, has he gone under the radar as a sly guy? Well, Shipman's definitely sly. You know, I think categorically I could say Harold Shipman is a sly guy. What he did maybe surpasses what is classified as sly and might even go beyond a Bit sly and might be, you know, a bit, uh, he might be not a sly guy, he might be a bit of a shit. I feel Harold Shipman is a bit of a shit. You know, killed hundreds of people and just took their dough. I mean, there's an element of him where you go, you know, in his line of work, <coughs> on, it's decent business acumen, you know, it's decent. He was getting away with it, he's getting some serious coning, you know, he's rolling on dubs, he was wearing all the chains, you know, he had the works and then he just went one too far. Greed blew it. Like a Shakespearean plot twist. He got got. He got King Leard. It's all over for the shit man. But for sure, definitely a slight guy. Um, and also a really shit dude. Um, great question. Tommy said, who would win in a fight? Producer Dan or the Snake Rat Ben? Um, Dan, of course, produces the Shane Todd show on BBC Radio Ulster. And he also produces the Tea With Me podcast. So... Obviously, Snake Rat Dan would win in a fight because, or Snake Rat Dan, that's the combo, Snake Rat Ben would win the fight because he produces the Sly Guy podcast from next week. So, um, as much as I love Dan, he's a good guy. His loyalties lie elsewhere. His loyalties lie with the long fingered freak, whereas my loyalties lie with me, with the Snake Rat, who, to be fair, quit Boytown. He left. He said, I wanted him to do a podcast anymore. I came in, I said, come with me. Take my hand. Come with me. Come with me if you want to live. And we we spoke. We, we cried. You know we hugged. We embraced. We you know we did a lot. We came back full circle. We decided we're going to move forward as a double act. And he's going to produce the Sly Guy podcast going forward. Now he feels himself. He was like, oh, people are going to be like, I think I quit Boy Turner. They're going to hate me. No. Boytown had to end for other things to improve. You know, it wasn't getting certain attention it needed. And then with no Boytown, it means I can put more attention into this. So every cloud, but yeah, in a fight, I'd say Snake Rat Ben, because I'd probably, you know, have his back and, I, and I'd be cheating every day, all day. Um, And the last question of this from Nathan Kusilia. Perhaps I'm too late as I've been spitting. Perhaps I've been too late because I've been spending some time on the homeland with my familia. But then, no, you're never too late. But anyway, I've started working out and eating well in hopes of emulating the physique guy himself. I've been struggling a bit with the weight, so what tips would Papa have for a beginner who isn't very strong yet? Obviously, you know, I'm I'm an experienced trainer guy. You know, I've worked out for years. I used to be a personal trainer in my younger days. I know how to gain size and I know how difficult it is at the early stages. So there's a couple of things you can do. First of all, consistency. Stick with it. Kind of like this podcast. you just got to do it week in, week out. Some weeks will be better than the others, but you got to stick with it. That's one thing you could do. You know, just really consistent. Stick out it. Eat well another. Number two. And last, but definitely not least, human growth hormone. You need to take human growth hormone. Yes, your internal organs will expand in your body. Your skull will actually get bigger and your hands will get bigger. But so will your fucking guns, baby. And what do you want to have? Big mitts or big guns? You know, you sacrifice the mitts for the guns. Now, also, your cock might get a bit bigger too. So, you need it to get bigger to fit in those big mitts. You know what I'm saying? But HGH, for sure. Human growth hormone. Get into it into you. It's terrific stuff. And speaking of terrific stuff, guys, that's the end of this week's podcast. I hope you have enjoyed it. As I said before, if you like the podcast, please rate and review it. I'll read it in the podcast. If you don't like the podcast, fuck off. And, um, you know, keep sharing it in Instagram stories. People are doing that. The word's going out. When we come to video, Whoa, minds will be blown. Minds, guys, everything getting blown. It's going to be a great time. Um, and also as well, get yourself a, a, the lawnmower 3.0, shave your balls, Sly Guy, discount code, go to Modest Beer, get a hookup, you know, and then just keep an eye out for the things going forward. Because again, every week, the listens heading up, we're, all, we're on an upward trajectory. If you want to see this podcast in visual, get over to Patreon, Sly Guy Podcast. For five dollars a month, there you go, you get to look at me. You know, you get a bonus podcast, which will be coming out now every Monday. It's a win-win situation. Guys, I've enjoyed this podcast. It's been silly. It's been goofy. I'm, I'm just looking back at the, uh, the recording here. My hair is fucking terrible. Oh, don't at me, guys. Thank you very much. This has been a pleasure. And I'll be back again next week. Bye.